Oh my lord, Parker Black is in the building. Hello. This is Paul Wolf Allman. Welcome to another episode of High Culture with Low Friends. And uh, Parker, how you doing? Uh, been a while. It's been a bit. I'm doing uh, good. <laughs> that, that didn't seem very uh, confident. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad to have you back. We had uh, we had a few episodes there with some guest hosts, but we've got Parker back today. And uh, um, so this is weird. I just realized as uh, as we get into this is episode 13. How does that make you feel? Eh. <laughs> eh. Eh. Meh. So. Uh, change. But you know what? We'll just we'll take we'll be like Daryl and we'll see uh, thirteen as a lucky number because that's his that's his lucky number. Did you know that? I do now. I, do you feel like you feel like you're more enriched knowing that? No. Okay. All right. Well, we'll stop rambling for a second. <laughs> Three episodes ago was episode ten which was kind of a landmark for us because we started this podcast back in uh, April or something like that. And um, I mean, we didn't know where we were going to go, how this was going to go. And, and that, I think it's gone pretty well. We've had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm definitely, know, I, we're having some interesting topics. We do ramble a little bit, but here's the thing. I mean, that's kind of what we're about, right? <laughs> Rambling man. Rambling. Yeah, we uh, when we um, decided to do this podcast, one of the things that we agreed about, and we're gonna we're gonna we're doing kind of a free for all today. Uh, we don't have just one specific topic like we usually do. We're kind of gonna talk about a lot of different things, but we're gonna we're going to uh, kind of talk about um, about doing the podcast to start off with here for a few minutes. And when Parker and I, and here's the thing is. I, I wanted somebody, I wanted, you know, I wanted to have a co-host, somebody that would do this with me that was going to be on, um, have the same interest in this and be on the same level as me that, that I have good conversations with. And you and I, we have always had awesome conversations. Yeah, we have. And, you know, one of the things that we agreed on is we wanted our podcast to sound like, an, we wanted it to be an organic discussion. We wanted to sound more like we were you that you guys were just listening on a conversation we happen to be having. Right, right. Not scripted. I mean, we, you know, we come up with with ideas for topics, obviously. Yeah. And we know directions that we want to go. Yeah. But there's no, there's no. We don't know what the destination is. I'm I'm pretty sure your OCD wouldn't let us have at least <laughs> some sort of direction and idea of what's happening. Yeah. I mean, because you always got these little cards and got everything figured out. And I sit down and I'm just like, all right, cool, let's go. Right, right. It's true. It's true. My OCD, I I, I think I even said something to Ken about this. I, I kind of, for years and years, I knew that I was OCD. And, but it's a very specific kind and it's an organizational thing. And, and at this point in my life, I've come to this realization that what it really is, is that I feel like I need to take chaos and put it into order that's my job is to put make order out of the chaos which i don't know if that's noble or stupid or a little bit of both <laughs> i think the answer to that's going to depend on who you ask if you ask me yes yes it is uh, i know and, and i understand chaos you know sometimes you got to have chaos it's it's one of my one of the uh one of my work ethics is to create some chaos I'll spend like two days creating chaos and then spend the next three days putting order to that chaos. That's how I hit my numbers is uh, by doing that. Because I find that if I have to like overwhelm myself to a point and then I dig myself out of it and that, that sort of, it's almost like a game. And so that achievement of digging myself out and taking that order and putting chaos into it, man, that, or, uh, yeah, taking chaos that. and putting order. Yeah, into, yeah. That I get such, uh, I get so much, I get joy out of that. I get satisfaction, a sense of achievement. I love that. So I don't know yeah, how you see, feel about that. I I just sort of go, <laughs> wee, and see where things end, see where things end up. Right. 
Sometimes that's bad. Sometimes that's good. Most of the time, it's neither. <laughs> you're the guy that when you're playing D and D and the dungeon master says, "There's a red button over there. Don't touch it." You go. This the paint one. wouldn't even have time to dry. <laughs> Push the button. <laughs> yeah, as uh, uh, we've, we've we've talked about one of my favorite authors in the past. Uh, Sir Terry Pratchett, the late and great Sir Terry Pratchett, had a quote that said, um, you should never touch, trust the human race to do things because there would be a button, big red button that says, end of the world, do not touch. <laughs> the paint wouldn't even have time to right. dry. <laughs> speaking of paint drying, so our paint has dried on the podcast, I feel like. And so... We're kind of celebrating. This is our celebration. Now is it like a latex paint where you can then go by and peel it off slowly? Like God, I hope not. This is like an exterior paint that, that holds up under oh. heavy weather. My, before my parents moved from the house that they are in now to from the house we I grew up in to the house that they're in now, they got all the kitchen cabinets painted. And it was some sort of weird latex paint. Right. So then my dad and I spent like the next like two weeks slowly peeling it off. <laughs> it was glorious. Yeah, that stuff doesn't uh, do well under humidity, which you can get a lot of in the kitchen when you're cooking. Yeah, there's also, I mean, it was wood cabinets, and there's probably some more to it, but yeah, it was definitely yeah. uh, <clears throat> the wrong paint for the job. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so yeah, so we uh, um, we kind of, our rambling, our storytelling is by design, um, and that first episode, if you go back and listen to that first episode, it's not perfect chaos by design it was it was but that's okay because what we really hope to do is we want to empower some of our listeners uh you know whether or not you want to do a podcast or anything you want to do um you got to start somewhere and and you evolve you learn there's a big learning curve for uh, both of us in how do you how do you produce a podcast and so we've learned a lot we've got a lot more to learn i'm sure and, and we just hope that our listeners are on the journey with us and can listen to us evolve over time because I think that's, you know, it's, it goes back to that thing. It's the, it's the journey, not the destination. I mean, the destination is great, but, you know, a big part of, of getting there is that the, the journey, the experience. And I believe very firmly in that. I think. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you. I'm, I'm, I'm more about the journey than the destination. We've uh, we've gone in a lot of different directions. We've done some obscure stuff. We've you know, uh, not everybody is going to want to hear every topic that we do. Yeah. Um, but I, our main again, our main focus has always been we, we want to sort of uh, we want to share our pop culture knowledge because between the two of us, we've got a lot of years of of uh, references and and um, pop culture trivia and useless knowledge uh, stuck in our head that needs somewhere to go my lord is it so useless <laughs> oh my lord i know i know <laughs> so that's kind of a little bit of a you know a 13 episode late explanation of why we do what we do the way we do it and uh hopefully if that empowers anybody out there to you know whether you're going to be want to start painting or uh, <clears throat> you want to learn how to run a game or you want to uh, do a podcast, whatever it is, you'll feel a little bit empowered. It's a empowered, empowered, <laughs> empowered uh, to start and know that it's not going to be perfect, and that's okay. Um, you uh, you get there. Just be like our founding fathers, our colonial founding fathers, and be empowered. <laughs> nice reference. I yeah. like that. I didn't see that cover. That's my. I, cool. I I didn't either. <laughs> So, uh, so we're going to talk uh, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. I mentioned this in a couple episodes. I just want to mention again. Uh, we do have a um, official um, email account. It's uh, High Culture Low Friends. So the word with is not in there. It's just High Culture Low Friends at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from anybody who is uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, if you have any pop culture questions you want to ask you want to ask us any questions um about what we have already talked about or you know um i mean the the the, the topic of a of question the context is pretty endless just send us an email if you'd like to suggest a topic for us to do uh i mean we have a pretty 
We have a pretty thick uh, collection of index cards here for topics in the future, but we're always uh, happy to entertain if there's something specific that anybody out there would, would love to hear uh, us talk about. Um, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Um, that's uh, that, that email is there and available, ready to go. Feel free to uh, shoot us a line. Uh, right? Yeah. No, Doug. Doug. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I was trying to think of ways to interject with something slightly humorous, but nothing ever came up. Oh, sorry. Um, no, you're all good. <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much what Wolf said. If you have anything you want to say, speak, ask questions, whatever, um, we'll pretend to answer them. Uh, <laughs> and there is no stupid question. I love saying that. Only stupid answers. <laughs> We could have those. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see. We have a website. Well, we, we have a website, a modified website. Um, it may or may not get better. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to uh, to build a website based on an old website. Uh, it used to be my personal website. Um, so uh, I'm going to try to pull that up here. Quick, say something while I search for it. <laughs> something. Something. What? Hey, are you listening to any new bands right now? New bands? No. No. Not. I, well, like bands that you've never heard before, like you like discovered anybody new. Uh, me personally, no. Um, nothing. No, nothing really. Um, wait. Yes. Hold. Um, uh, uh, the 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 Polyphia. Polyphia. P L O Y P H I A. They're an instrumental band. Um, Dude, that dude can play the guitar. Holy crap. Um, they had one called... Um, uh, oh, yeah. um, one of, are they the ones that they do? They have a video where they're like in a church? Yeah, I don't know around. where the hell it is. But uh, yeah, they, they just so released they a new one. Um, nor, nor, I, you know, I, I, I didn't read the name. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but their old one that I think Wolf is talking about is called Playing God. And they had another one they released shortly or recently. I want to say it's like Neuro something. Um, yeah, that something. To me but yeah, it, I, I I caught them uh, the YouTube uh, the wonderful wonderful YouTube algorithm threw that at me the other day, and I went, "Ooh, me likey bouncy," <laughs> and um, listened to it a couple times. Nice, nice. But yeah, no, that's that's really the only thing thing new to me. Um, and they're also actually relatively new too that I'm listening to, that I haven't listened to within the last six months. Wow. Yeah, I think I think I have. I don't. I don't remember. Actually, probably just from cruising through, uh, you know, YouTube. Um, I think I, I think at some point because you know I listen to a lot of progressive music as well. Um, Rush is my happy place, um, and so I think that's how I stumbled upon them. But then I had somebody else that um, mentioned it to me at work, and then now you mentioned it again. That they are they are really good. Yeah, that dude can, that, that dude can play the guitar. Yeah, so Polyphia, that's a. I've been listening. We were talking about this offline, but um, I've discovered Visions of Atlantis, symphonic metal band. Oh my God! Fronted by a um, a French operatic singer named um, Clementine Delaunay. And uh, they have an album called Pirates! Exclamation. And it's all, it's very sort of um, uh, fantasy based. I mean, all, all the songs, that, that there's the, the pirate theme throughout yeah. the, the album, but with that symphonic. Well, they've, they've kind of got a pirate ship sea theme to their whole, yeah. their whole look, yeah. too, if I recall. Yeah, just like you have like the vampire goth bands, this is a pirate goth band. So it's just like Alestorm and their pirate metal. They have a, they have a song called um, uh, "Melancholy Angel" that is amazing and it's very reminiscent of Nightwish, which is understandable now that I know that Nightwish is one of their biggest influences. Um, but "Melancholy Angel," man, I I can't tell you how many times um, I have listened to this song. It's an incredible song. And the thing is, is I listen to the words and um, sometimes I have a hard time connecting um, 
context um, with words and a song until I see the context manifested in a video. And they did a video for Melancholy Angel. I'm like, oh, this song is about depression. <laughs> the Melancholy Angel is, is the depression inside. The name didn't give it away? Well, you'd think. I I just thought, you know, they were trying to be all gothy and shit. You know? Oh, well, that, that, that works too. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean. But, you know, the, in the video, there's, there's these... Uh, they manifest personal battles with with the depression and you know and vanquish it and i'm like oh okay i get it and i love it it's uh it's yeah it's pretty freaking cool so i've listened to the video um the song uh, master of uh, master of the hurricane another good song oh my lord um it's very uh it has that uh, pomposity of um, uh, of that the whole man. What am I trying to say? The, the whole exaggerated ta-da of pirates. You know when when the pirates appear on the scene and it's it's this great occasion. It's like ah ta-da, and they do that in Master of the Hurricane. It's it's very exuberant uh, and good song. So instead of like, oh look, pirates! It's oh look, pirates! Pirates! <laughs> With an exclamation point. Yeah, um, song Legion of the Sea, little cheesy. La, na, 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 to the Legion of the Sea, very sort of. It has that naval march quality to it, um, but it's fun. It's fun. That whole album is fun, and uh, I love her voice. She does a thing that in Melancholy Angel, where she goes. Chest voice to head voice to loft voice within um, a measure, maybe two two measures, a bar. We'll say a bar within a bar. And it's, I'm like, whoa, how did she do that? She is good. Um, I haven't, I, I think that was one of the things that really hooked me in to the, their music was that her, the versatility of her voice. Because she could do, I've, I've heard her sing three different ways in three different songs. She can be very head voice operatic. She can do very, um, uh, the, the chest voice, the, the sustain that comes from a chest voice, right? But she can also, um, I've, I've seen um, Elizabeth Zaroff who's known as the charismatic voice on YouTube. Um, she talks about um, the whole, um, the voice that gets up right be behind your sinuses. It's this, there's a, there's a little bit of nasal there. Um, and that tends to make songs a little more poppy. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. Clementine can do that as well. She has, she has a, she can have a pop sensibility to her voice. And I think that's one of the, again, another reason why I've sort of fallen in love with this album that I'm listening to because they, they have such versatility there in their voices. Yeah, she, so, I mean, she really does. She can, she really can sing. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's been my addiction for, geez, at least a month now. Probably driving my wife crazy because, a lot of times when we hop into a car, that's already like in mid-song. One of those, I've got to turn it down. And then, of course, I've got to immediately, because, you know, Shay's not uh, a big fan of metal, of any kind of metal, whether it's symphonic or not. I mean, she appreciates some of it that I play for, but that's not her That's not her cup of tea, as it were, her cup of English tea. Um, and uh, so immediately when we get in the car, I'm usually like, uh, I'm asking uh, uh, Miss S., the woman who goes unnamed in your phone, I'm asking to please switch to Jason Mraz. <laughs> That's something that we both could agree on. Good old Mr. A to Z. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it. Do you like Jason Mraz? Uh, yes. <laughs> Am I a big fan? No. Are you Are you? Do a fan? I like some of his music? Yes. What, what if, when I say Jason Mraz, what is the song or songs that 
immediately come to mind that you like, okay, I can listen to He that. did a cover of Summertime. Oh, did he? Yeah, I don't remember when, where, what album. Why have I uh, heard that? I don't remember. Um, I don't even, and to be honest, I don't even know if it was on an album, but I know that he did it at some point in time, and I've heard it. And that's the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, he wow. did some other ones, but I can't remember the names of the songs. Um, I hope, yeah. I'm, I'm really good with <laughs> with the artist. Like, I can pick an artist out of a crowd with music oh, and, sure. and, and voice. But sometimes when it comes to the individual songs, um, I don't always know the name of them. Right. Like, I might know the song, but I don't know the name of it. And usually I can't repeat it. I'm not good at repeating the song if I haven't heard it recently. Right. So, so which is the case with Jason Mraz is like I know I've heard some of the songs, but it's been but it's been so long since I've heard them, I don't remember them. Retention, yeah. It, retention value is um in, is uh, uh proportionate to your repetition, interest, your interest level, interest and yeah. in re- and and repetition. The more I hear, I it, the more you. I'll remember it. I'm kind of like well, you know my my thing is history. And so no matter what I get into, whether it's, you know, music, art, writing, whatever it is, I tend to really uh, um, deep dive or uh, dig into the history behind stuff because I just, I like knowing that stuff. I don't know what it is. Well, I do know what it is. It goes back to that whole thing I've said in a couple other episodes where I wanted to be like Isaac Asimov. I wanted to know everything. And so history is a good way to do that. If you know the history of something, you, you kind of know. As I've uh, um, read before, um, as they've always said, you know, we, we are we are doomed to, to repeat history. If you don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. And if you're a historian, you're doomed to watch it happen. <laughs> uh, I, I feel that. Uh, that is actually the historian's motto is those who do not remember are doomed to repeat. Uh, repeat it, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah, I there have been times there, uh, there are things going on right now that I'm like, uh, this has been done before and it didn't work out so well. Yeah, that, that last time that didn't so, work out so well last time. Can yeah, you do this again. Uh, yeah, please, please, please study your history. But back to Jason Moraz, we've rambled a bit. I apologize. Tangents. <laughs> um, Jason Moraz. <clears throat> has kind of a special place in my heart because my wife and I are the kind of cheesy couple that we have an our song and ours our song is um the song I'm yours by Jason Mraz. oh yeah yeah I yeah I know that song now that you mentioned it yeah we love that that was a song that we listened to a lot when we were first uh, uh getting getting to know one another and um He's got the uh, I Want You to Have It All is a really fun song. Um, and, you know, I think, uh, um, oh, oh uh, he does a song with Colby Calais about um, I'm glad I'm in love with my best friend, I think is uh, what that's called. Um, but, yeah. I, she bubbly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't the name of her song Bubble Bubbly or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. She bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think one of the reasons why I like Jason Moraz is because his music is so positive. There's a there's a distinct um, high level of positivity in the songs that he writes and sings. And so yeah, I listen to a lot of dark music and I watch a lot of dark media. But I, I do like to. Should, I, you should embrace the darkness. <laughs> we have cookies. I like, <laughs> I like positivity. I like. I don't like negativity. Even even the dark stuff. I, I like stuff that has a you know a glimmer of hope, you know, or a silver lining or something. Yeah, but I, I think that's all to to go off on another tangent here. I think that's all sort of dependent upon your outlook on things because you can you can look at a bunch of dark a bunch of dark stuff. And it not be negative. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Compared to letting it be negative. Like, you know, there are some people that we know that are <clears throat> negative about a lot of things. And, and they see no hope. <laughs> and they see no hope. And, you know, with me, sure, I'm negative about a bunch of stuff. But 
I also don't care. You know, right. it's not that I don't care that there's hope or that it's negative. It's just that I don't let it bother me. Right. Right. Unless, of course, you get surrounded by it and you can't escape. And then, well, oh. you know, you got to leave the room. Well, here's the thing, though, is that since we were <clears throat> mentioning certain people, uh, is that if you if you are stuck in a bubble of negativity um, or surrounded by a lot of bubbles of uh, negativity, and somebody comes and opens the door, walk through it. Yeah, you need to find a new environment. Yeah, don't don't sit there inside that bubble. No, 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 no. I'm, it's horrible in here, but I'm fine. No, you the hell are not. Come on. I'm opening the door for you. Step through. Come on. Yeah. See, and, that, and, that, <laughs> and that's what, at least for, for me anyway, it makes difference between other people. Sure, I'm super, excuse me. <laughs> I'm super negative about a bunch of stuff. But um, I'm okay with that, yeah. and it doesn't affect me like that. I don't get depressed right. because of my negativity. I get depressed because my brain's messed up. Right. So, you know. Well, but aren't all brains messed up a little bit? I mean, yes. OCD over here. Yes. I mean, every you know. <laughs> if, if you come up and tell me, hey, my brain's not messed up. It's perfect. I'm just going to be like, right. sure, and then walk away. Right. Because <laughs> you're obviously a liar. <laughs> or deluded. You Ooh, don't have yeah. to be a liar. You may just be deluded. Messed up brain. You're you're <laughs> deluded. You're living in your own little delusion. Well, you know, I, I've always believed um, that and, I, and my 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 father taught me this. You know, I, we were talking this isn't something else we were talking about offline. I, I was raised by uh, a military man and um, which could have something to do with my OCD. And, um, but, you know, uh, he, he was a bootstrap kind of guy. And I, I can appreciate that. You know, I, I've always believed that no matter what my issues might be that I'm facing, that at least I'm facing, that, you know, if you face it, now, is the outcome always going to be great? No, no, it's not. Sometimes they're, the outcomes, you know, the outcomes are variable. Um, but to deal with it, you face it, uh, learn about it. I, you know, I think going back to that whole thing about repeating the mistakes of the past, that if, if you face your fear, you know, fear of the unknown is the greatest cause of no change. Um, and it's, you have to, you know, sometimes you have to face your fears. And, yeah. and then, and, and like I said, the outcome's not always going to be, you want it to be but it, it'll teach you something just like i tell my daughter whenever she's afraid to do something i, I think the original quote is um carrie fisher uh, be scared and do it anyway right if you're not scared there's, there's something wrong right you, sh you should be no you you, you should be, oh, be scared that reminds me of another quote and I, ha I have no idea who said this I've, I've i've seen people quote it several times which is that whatever that thing is that you're scared of doing that's what you need to do next hmm. and I, I i like that because it you know it really um addresses that whole idea of you know sometimes you just got to jump in feet first and, and and try something um so so what you're telling me is i need to find a black hole and enter it because <laughs> i am scared <laughs> of black holes Oh my lord! Have you been watching updates on CERN again? <laughs> no, and I was really disappointed. Oh, uh, disappointed that nothing happened. Yeah, I really wanted like the world to <laughs> collapse in on itself Stop. or something. I thought that would be fantastic. Stop. No, no, I have so much to do. I haven't uh, attained immortality yet. <laughs> Why not? It was really easy. You just you know sacrifice a few young things to the oh, dark, no, no, to the no, dark no. lords and move on. I'm looking for somebody to. To, to bring me over to turn me or something. Um, oh, hey, good luck with that. That's a good topic for pop culture. Vampires. Ooh, yeah. I, um, I like our new intro. Like, yeah. 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 Took me, that's the yeah. second attempt. So uh, I hope everybody else likes it. It's a little rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, now you are. You are uh, 
channeling Milton over there from Office Space. Steepler. By the way, I uh, you weren't here, right? Ken, Ken got to hear this, but I made Shay watch Office Space. Ooh. Yeah, she didn't. She was like, eh, it's all right. She thought it was a little, she thought it was kind of stupid. <laughs> so well, I'm like, well, well yeah. But, yeah. But not as stupid as Idiocracy. And I didn't convince her to watch that because I hated that movie. I thought that movie was ridiculous. It's what the plants crave. Yeah. <laughs> that movie. I, that movie is our future. We will not be, well, maybe our present, um, all things considered. <laughs> um, no, I wasn't a fan. I mean, I watched it the first time. I'm I'm an okay, I'm kind of, I'm a little bit of a fan of Mike Judge. And, you know, some, yeah. but, but, you know, I was a teenager when I was watching Beavis and Butthead. And when I was a teenager, it was funny. It's not as funny now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm in that, like, was it a great movie? No. no. Was it a good movie? Uh, not really. But did I enjoy it? Yes, it did. I don't know that I enjoy it. I mean, there oh, were, come on. Terry Crews is president. I mean, there, what's wrong with that? There were, there were, I mean, there were funny parts to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. But somebody, somebody at her work had suggested she watch it and had her convinced that it was funny. And then so she's like, Hey, I want to watch this movie. I'm like, are you sure about that? Because <laughs> I've seen that movie. I'm not sure you're going to like it. She's like, no, no, no. I want to see it. So we watched it. And afterwards, she was like, why did I just watch that movie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, did, did I enjoy? I, I think for me, the whole part of the reason why it wasn't a super enjoyable, ball, enjoyable movie was <laughs> I was watching it the whole time going, oh, my God, this is our future. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, my God, this it's, is our future. Oh, my God. That's this is our future. shit in there. I'm telling you. Oh, my God, I need to leave this planet tomorrow. <laughs> and that's the reason why um, you made the comment before about the collapse of uh, mankind is your idea of retirement. My retirement plan is a collapse of modern, is a collapse of modern society. Yep. Well, stick around a few more years. Yeah. In the words of uh, Hubert <laughs> J. Farnsworth, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm going to interject. Actually, I'm going to change the topics without using a clutch. Um, <laughs> Which, wasn't that just a clutch? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't actually, because oh. it was a prop. Fair. Uh, <clears throat> I was trying to dig it up before, and I, for some, why the hell do I not have a bookmark on my own website? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, if you want to come check out our website, because we do have a website you can go to now. Um, it will uh, at least show you the, the, the most recent episode um, streaming. Um, it's the, the essentially, like I said, it started out as my personal website uh, for all, all my endeavors, my, my art, my writing, my foodiness, uh, and, and that stuff is still on there. But um, so anyway, sites.google.com uh, backslash sites backslash Wolf Holloman. My last name is H-O-L-L-E. M-A-N, Wolf Holloman. Uh, just look for Wicked Wolf. Uh, look for uh, Paul Wolf Holloman. Uh, you'll find it. Uh, the Wicked Wolf Media Arts Studios website. Um, you might find some interesting stuff there. Uh, and if not, oh well. You spent, what, 10 minutes going there? I don't know. <laughs> so You know, if it takes me more than five minutes to find a website, I'm not going to that website. Oh, well, thanks, buddy. But it only take me. I mean, you, you pretty much told me exactly how to type it out. So I mean, I did sites.google.com backslash sites backslash Wolf Holloman. That should take me less than a minute and a half. <laughs> oh, are you a two finger typer? Oh God, no. <laughs> but you know, um, I also don't like fully pay attention, so I'll have to rewind that part about like four times to catch it all. What just to get sites.google.com backslash sites? Oh. Site, not sites. <laughs> backslash Wolf I think it's the backslash. Yeah, I, I know. Backslash and actually, like, wait, is that what? this one or that one? You know, and I'm not even sure. I'm saying backslash, but maybe that's actually a forward slash. Which part's forward? Because either one of those slashes, part of the slash is forward and part of it's backwards. I think it depends on where you start the slash. Like if I start the slash going from left to right, that's a backslash. I, nice job, buddy. Yeah. Everything's still. Working. I want to know who was in charge of internet nomenclature. <laughs> yeah, uh, I believe that was Bob Dole. No, 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 no. It was the other guy. Al Gore. Al Gore. 
That's right. I forgot. Al Gore created the internet. <laughs> and if you don't get the reference, <clears throat> my Gen Z and millennial friends that just type in Al Gore invented the internet and you'll get a good laugh. So <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, hey, there, there's there's something in this free for all. We're doing a free so we're doing a free for all. We've um, we've defended our position on why we do what we do and the way we do it. But I do want to add something to that. Things happen. Strange yes. things happen during our podcast. Yes. The, the most common is the appearance, the ghosts, the, <laughs> the appearance of Princess Sassy Padme Holloman, yes. my daughter, um, who is uh, uh, a Chihuahua breed, a, a Chihuahua mix. Um, I'm gonna some, get a I'm gonna get a Chihuahua and I'm gonna name it Chicharron. Chicharron. <laughs> oh, I love it. Just, that's beautiful. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, no, Sassy shows up sometimes, and and we don't we don't stop her, and we don't go back and 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 read. Well, I did one one week with Ken. She was in, having a fit. She barked all day long, and so I did have to re-record some stuff. But uh, most of the time, we don't stop her. We just uh, we, we invite her in because she's a part of the family. This is a, a family enterprise. So uh, and occasionally, I'll surprise everyone by picking her up. Yeah, and she mostly surprises her. <laughs> yeah, she gives me that look of like, "What do you?" Oh, that feels good. <laughs> Continue scratching. Thank you. She's something else. She's a mess, but uh, she's a good dog. She's a cute dog. And uh, and as uh, Kim pointed out, she has her own Instagram, Sassy Padme, um, and she has her own TikTok, Sassy Padme. Both of those have more followers than my Instagram or TikTok. Because <laughs> you don't have any. I don't have either. <laughs> but I do, and she's got more followers than me, too. <laughs> she's also a cute dog. Yeah, she's way, way cuter than I And am. you are neither of those things. No, I am not. <clears throat> Sometimes I'm a hound, but, you know, I think. But I don't know what I mean by that. I should get my parents' dog up Instagram. I bet she'd go crazy. That's uh, uh is it is it is Zuzu? It, She's a uh, um, Shorky, a Shih Tzu Yorkie. Like, like either one of those didn't have enough hair already. She's about seven pounds of fluffy. Um, she's got an underbite, and uh, she's adorable. So she's a triple that bites. <laughs> yeah, actually, that kind of that kind of fits. Yeah, because she's got that Yorky color, but she's got a bunch of hair. Yeah. Well, like I said, either one of those dogs. She looks like a super. She she looks more. She looks more like a super furry Yorkie. Yeah. I wouldn't mind having a Yorkie though. I like Yorkies. Yeah. I mean, I used to not to, but but I like Yorkies. I had. When we uh, when we adopted uh, Sassy, uh, we adopted her from a, an organization here in Louisville called Shamrock uh, mm-hmm. Shamrock Farms. No, no, Shamrock uh, Foundation. Yeah, but they're associated, I think, with Shamrock Farms, which out off on Westport. Are they? I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe when, maybe I. When I was still married, we we took our um, we we have two pugs, a uh, black pug named May and a fawn pug named Izzy, and. Um, we took them out to Shamrock Acres or Shamrock Farms. I can't remember the name of what it's called, but it's part of the probably it's probably part of the same sort of foundation group. It could be, could be, um, where we did uh, obedience training, and they also, I'm pretty sure, also have uh, boarding as well. <coughs> Kennels, yeah, yeah. Huh, I'll check that out. But I'm 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 gonna get me a dog. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Dachshund. Oh yeah, those I things think. are vicious. I'm gonna call them the sausage. Refer to the dog as the sausage. But will he have a party? He will not. <laughs> Unless I get another dog, and that will be the other sausage. And right. then they can have a sausage party. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. And then I will be like, that's the sausage. He's the Verst. Because <laughs> in, in German, Verst means mean sausage. Sausage. That's gotcha. a play on, play on words. Play on words. Worst. All right, Milton. <laughs> so yeah so sometimes sassy shows up and yeah. we, we invite her and we let her you know uh, agree with us or disagree whatever she wants to do 
I think um, most of the time she just comes in and goes, look at those idiots and then leaves. <laughs> probably so. Actually, yeah. that's actually probably more of Tiger being a cat. He probably looks at people Tiger's like... A dick. Well, he's a cat. Cats right. are, no, no. I mean, cats are a-holes. He, there's that moment. You can see it on his face. That moment when... And he's talking about my 15-year-old American short hair uh, domestic cat. And um, he... There's... Especially when it comes to sassy, there are moments where you just see that look come across his face, and he's like, "I'm going to do a dick thing right now," and then he does, and <laughs> it's just, and I'm amazed that he's made it to 15. I'm just amazed he's a, and he's still kicking. So, and 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 the other thing, um, I talk about my wife all the time, and and I will probably continue to because she you is. Should, you should get her on here one day. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. She's shy. We we can do another episode on food, and we can talk all about the Filipino food. I know, I know. That's that would be a good one. We could do the, the three person. I think I think she's hesitant to just do it with me, uh, probably because she knows she won't get a word in edgewise because I talk too much. Valid, valid, yes. <laughs> but maybe valid. if we do, maybe if we uh, find a way to get her <clears throat> partially behind the mic with both of us. We can, uh, yeah, we can talk about Filipino food because that's some good eating right there. Mm -hmm. So, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, I just, I thought I'd add that in there. Oh, yeah, she made rice. Yeah, speaking of that, I think it's small thing, it's small rice. Yeah, she's making a big old pot of rice. So, best food in the world. Stir fry today. Stir fry with bok choy. Fresh out of the garden of one of her friends. So, she went and harvested yesterday, uh, Thursday. Cool. Did some, so yeah, we got bok choy, we got mushrooms, we got all sorts of stuff going on. So anyway, something I um, something I want to talk uh, something else that I want to talk about. Um, so <clears throat> we haven't done any episodes on TV, and uh, which is something that we'll have to do. But there is a show that I started watching last night, and it's not new. It's got like seven seasons. I I just had never gotten around to watching any. Last night I had the opportunity to just uh, sit, kick back, and, and start watching it from episode one. Not wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not. And it's called Vikings. Um, so we had pirates the first half of this episode. Now we're talking about Vikings. Oh my lord, that show is so good. And I was I was hesitant because as a historian, I know that when they do TV shows about historical subjects, they tend to screw it up they they add shit or they omit stuff and um man that show is pretty spot on well you know one one of the nice things about that particular show now i'll, I'll say this um being it a predominantly drama show i um didn't watch it well you said you watched a couple episodes yeah but i mean like i watched like the first three episodes and then i never picked it back up back right. up again now my parents have watched it so i've heard a lot about it Right. Um, but the big thing that, that, that it did for it was because of the fact it was a History Channel show to start with. Right. It was the History Channel's first real big um, venture into non-documentarian. Um, yeah. Thank you. That was the word. Um, non-documentary shows. And uh, they, did, they did do a, a fantastic job. Um, a lot of research. A lot of um, re research. Yeah. 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 To make I, it be more accurate or authentic. Yeah. I think authentic is probably a better word because there's there's from what I've read there's there's a lot of um, <clears throat> debate on whether or not Ragnar actually existed. I mean, I I, I think what I, what I read last night was that um, he probably did exist, but um, as per you know Viking protocol, quite a bit of it's myth, mythic, exaggerated. Yeah. So embellished. Yeah, that's a good There's word. There's a yeah. good word. Yeah, yeah. love that word. I mean, I, I, I definitely <laughs> do do think that there probably was a person who did similar things to what he did, as to whether or not he did them in the manner in which they came out. Right. Uh, there's no telling. Well, I think but, it, it it does a really good job of of showing the brutality of the Vikings and the mindset of the Vikings. Yeah. You know, there's. Um, episode five maybe episode no i think it's it's episode six because that was the last one that i watched last night 
I got I got through six episodes. Um, starting about I don't know five thirty six um, last night. I was up late, and <laughs> um, but there's a scene where <clears throat> they're sitting at the table with the English king, well the the north the king of Northumbria, and you know there's on one side of the table are these civilized protocol driven nobles and and um, you know so on. And then on the other side are the Vikings and, you know, eating with their hands. And, you know, they're, the English are trying to reason with them. And it's like, what are you doing? You think they don't have the same values and the same morals as, as you do. You can't reason with them. They just want your stuff. <laughs> you know, they want your treasure. They don't, they, you know. <clears throat> Just as a, 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 a couple uh, frames of references for um, some of some of you too, if you have played uh, the most recent uh, Assassin's Creed game, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it takes place shortly after the Events. the Viking story. Right. Matter of fact, um, Ragnar's sons are oh yeah play, they play prominent roles in the game. Um, Ivar the boneless. Ivar the boneless. Um, I can't remember any of their names now. Yeah, I can't remember the second one. I just remember Ivar the Boneless because how can you not remember that name? Yeah. And that was another thing was that historically speaking, those those two people definitely existed. Yes. And now there's still some question as to whether or not Ragnar was their real father or an adopted father, if he was their father at all. Um, because that was if a if a Viking Lord Earl um, or otherwise a landholder um didn't have an heir it was not uncommon for them to adopt someone that they felt could be their heir the romans did that too yeah 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 um yeah and and the other uh, thing that's slightly interesting uh is that there has been many cases where the biggest reason the english wanted to get rid of the vikings was um not because they were stealing their stuff was because um, they were stealing their women by being more attractive and clean. <laughs> well, um, it's, it's it's funny you mentioned that too because you know I did that uh, I did that DNA thing that everybody did a few years ago and some people are still doing and uh, I did mine through uh, Ancestry.com and it came back that I am eighty seven percent Scotch Irish. Which I kind of already knew. All you got to do is look at my tree, because we're we've got Frasers, McKinneys, Carmichaels, Carters, Galway. I mean, wow, that's pretty. Oh yeah, Scotch Irish. Yeah, no, I it's I expected it to be high, and I was even talking to somebody the other day um, from North Ireland and was telling about that, and they're like, "Wow, eighty-seven percent for an American—that's a lot." And I'm like, "I know," <laughs> and then. So 87% and then 5% Nordic. So uh, Norway, Sweden, and Finland specifically, according to the, the, the chart on Ancestry.com. And, and I always make the joke, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that that 5% of Norse that I have comes by way of the Scottish. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> because, you know, they did like to rape, pillage, and other things. Uh, all along, the as uh, someone once said, why are all the Scandinavian people very attractive and fit? Because the Vikings didn't take back the ugly ones. <laughs> oh, <wow. Ooh. laughs> That's rough. <laughs> yeah, but here, here, here's another thing to think about. Um, they, they're, they're starting to believe that that the the term Viking is not what they were called as a people. They right. were the Norse people. Uh, Viking was a profession. Um, right, right. Because, I have read that. Uh, you you have to think about where they're from. They're from the fjords and mountains of Norway and Sweden, where stuff doesn't grow. Right. It's rocky and it's cold most of the year. So and when cabbage and potatoes, maybe. <laughs> fair, fair. But when so if you don't have the wools and the sheepskins and the stuff to keep you at warm at night, but your neighbor does. The easiest thing to do is just go forcefully yeah. borrow it yeah. without intent to return. Well, and I've even seen too where they're talking about 
most of the most of the ones that we think of as Vikings that were doing the raiding and the pillaging and the so on tended to be the Danes. Yes, more Danes, than definitely. it was the Finnish and the Norse. Yeah, and actually, there there's a lot of uh, thought that Ragnar Lothbrok was actually Danish, right? Not Swedish or um, nor or nor nor. Norse, Norse, Norwegian. Well, I guess, yeah, yeah, you could say Norwegian. Well, and then, and then you can—I mean, you can even find that um, the there's evidence of the Rus tribe in Russia being of Viking Norse heritage. I mean, right. hell, the um, the the whole Germanic language is of Norse-ish origin. Yeah, I think I think they classify all those languages as Scandinavian. Yep, Norse. It's uh, Proto-Germanic. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And the thing is, is that's like post Indus Valley. Yeah, a, a, a lot of people don't realize that the, the the Scandinavian languages are actually a direct descendant of the Indus language uh, of the Indus uh, Valley, which is the the Indian subcontinent. Yeah. So which, a lot of language comes from. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, with uh, with um, I mean, understandable reasoning. Even English. Um, this lovely language <laughs> that we're speaking now comes from um, Saxon, mm. which is a Germanic language, right? Um, which comes from Norse. I will say that was really one of the interesting things I loved about uh, watching uh, Vikings last night was the fact that <clears throat> in some of the um, introductory scenes of, of the English um peoples they were speaking in old saxon and it, it sounded like they did a really good job Supposedly, of nailing yeah. that and it was really interesting to hear that i mean it's one thing to read it on the page it's another thing to actually hear someone um speaking the the sounds mm -hmm. hear those fanatics coming out of someone's mouth so and then of course then the same thing with the with the uh, Scandinavian language, there's there are, are some really great scenes of them speaking in in, in the, those languages as well. There's actually been some cases where Old Norse, there's been Old Norse books and texts and, and, and stuff that's written down that's hundreds and hundreds of years old, and uh, people in Iceland being able to pick it up and read it. Oh, I yeah. Because appar apparently Icelandic and Old Norse is still so similar that um the language is not that much different compared to say Probably. english and old and old english which doesn't always read very well and you consider that those norse settlements in iceland were fairly isolated because most people would come across you know well wait a minute no i got that wrong because iceland is green and greenland is ice yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, because they when they got there, they're like, "This place is awesome. Let's tell them to go over there. This place is full of ice, right? 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Agree with that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but still, even, even so, you show up, it's freaking cold up there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> most most explorers are gonna go mm, pass. Yeah, hard pass on that one. <laughs> Move on. This this is not the new world. It's <laughs> the same world, just a little colder. <laughs> you know, and and that's the nice thing about the not nice thing, but that's the thing about the Vikings, though is originally they started raiding to the west when they were told they couldn't raid each other anymore. anymore they went west looking for more stuff because there was already evidence of that out there yeah. of a whole nother world there's evidence of them even going as far as turkey and uh, the middle yeah. east so when they discovered england they went let's raid these people and then when they took the stuff back, they went, why are we doing this? This is a lot of work. Why don't we just go over there and take some land and just live mm -hmm. over there instead? And then everybody went, well, you know, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. So that's how you get the Viking invasion of England. Yeah. Got to have some elbow room. Yeah. So. And there was a lot of land. Well, with regards to the TV show, I would say if there's anybody else out there like me who has waited to watch this show, um, Check it out. It's it so, a, it I love it show. so far. I mean, obviously there's seven seasons and I'm just getting started and uh, who knows what's going to happen. Um, but uh, I enjoyed the hell out of my, my, my binge watching last night. And I can't wait to uh, check out the uh, episode seven. It was, it was hard for me to stop it. Like, 
I think 1230 is when I stopped watching. I was like, okay, I got to go to bed. <laughs> this is too late for me. So I was still up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Actually, it took me a while. Even after that, it took me a while to get to bed. <laughs> oh, no, I don't go to bed till like 3. So, I mean. Uh, oh, well, that's you work at night. Don't yeah, you? I, I get off at 1230. So, I mean. Yeah, there you go. I used to live that life. Yep. But then I got married and uh, changed my lifestyle for, for the love of my life. <laughs> hey, if you got to, you got to. Yep, you got to do what you got to do. It's true. So uh, I'm going to look at my index card. Ooh, index card. That that you pointed out that that I like to I, that I like to write and um, to see if there's anything else here. Actually, there is something else. So, so we've we've um, we've done 12 episodes before now. We've covered a lot of different topics, and one of our goals has been to do a general topic on each one of our um, big eight. I think is is what I'm calling it now. I don't know. We may we may say big three. Uh, books, humor, movies, music, art, food, writing, and, uh, and then I just have the word genre, um, genre stuff, sci-fi, sci fantasy, horror, that kind of thing. But uh, I think probably uh, uh, everybody seems to really enjoy movies, music, and um, um, uh, well, TV. We haven't done a general on TV. but I mean, that could be kind of hard me because i don't watch so much tv as I, I i don't either yeah. so that that, that un unfortunately that's gonna mean i of course know what other people talk about and i can hear it from what other people talk yeah. about but i don't watch a lot of see you're like there there are movies tv that i haven't seen but i know who's in them and what the plot is and sometimes i even already know the spoilers yep you know and it's all stuck up in my head yeah i know so, the whole plot of the movie but i've never seen it right but I think I think probably uh, next episode we'll be doing uh, doing a general uh, movies thing because we we haven't we haven't uh, done that and uh, and then we'll go from there. So we got we got a lot of things to talk about. I watched a movie last night. I watched uh, the most recent uh, Jurassic uh, Park movie. Oh, Dominion. Uh, Dominion. Yeah. 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 We saw that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I, I liked all the callbacks to the first movie. Yeah, that was that, that was that, that was, was it was good. I thought it was a fitting end to the saga. Yeah, which is what they. Were, I mean, that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, and and yeah. I definitely, I, I I do hope that if they ever use that IP again, they don't. They start whole new stories. Right, right. Instead of a reboot, I want whole. I want whole new stories. Now, I I will say this though. I had I had one complaint about the movie and it's not even a complaint it's a criticism is what it is and that is whenever whenever shay and i actually go to the movies we don't do it very often we we tend to do our our um, our watching at home um because we have a lot of free streaming services and and we have roku and we have obscure stuff i might that's something i could talk about in movies and tv as well some of the obscure channels that have really good stuff um but when we do go out, we tend to go for like the big stuff. Triple A titles, you know, big, yeah. Right, and and I like watching movies in three D. I think it's cool. Um, I still enjoy three um, D, and the three D effects in this movie, not so great. I didn't really feel like. It was necessary to watch it in three after watching it was like why didn't we watch that in 3d there wasn't the there 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 weren't any there weren't any moments where it was like ah it's coming out of the screen it didn't really happen i think the last movie i saw in 3d was avatar yeah so yeah i i don't know i don't think i don't know if i saw that in 3d also if you have kids a really good kid adult movie is the bad guys very entertaining I took the eldest of the Spawnlings to see it. <laughs> Spawnlings. <laughs> I think I've seen the trailer for that. So. Yeah, it, it was entertaining. Well, we better wrap this up then, and we'll talk about movies next time. Hey, this is Paul Wolf Holloman, and out over there, it's Parker Black. And we are High Culture with Low Friends. We thank you for joining us for our free for all celebration. And in the meantime, stay cultured, my friends. Bye.
You've been listening to High Culture with Low Friends, a weekly odyssey of everything pop culture. High Culture with Low Friends is copyrighted and produced by Wicked Wolf Media Art Studios. Be sure to follow and subscribe so you don't miss a moment.